Hola, buenos dias. Soy Nico. And today we're here for another episode. And this time, <laughs> the topic is actually going to be about meeting your significant other special friends. Um, I actually did a Patreon exclusive video revolving around this topic where it basically boiled down the question of rather than asking, would you sleep with your friends? It's asking, would you sleep with the friends that you haven't slept with? As in, is this a standard requirement for every friendship that you have? Or is it just you know, a particular set of friends that you have this requirement for. And the reason I didn't publish that episode was because I've talked about friends of benefits, I've talked about sleeping with your friends, and eventually I feel like I'm just repeating myself, even if I'm adding new talking points to the dialogue. So I left it on Patreon and we had a very good dialogue. And that's something that I actually wanted to tackle in this live stream because I'll give you my own experience. When I've been getting to know people, when I start dating people, it's so interesting because they never outright introduce me to their friends of benefits or the friends that they've actually been physical with, even if it is recently. It's more so they pretend that they're very, what do you call it? Very pure, if that makes sense. Every time I get into a relationship, People pretend like they're virginal and that they don't get into extracurricular activities, that they don't have their special kinks. And I'm just sitting here like, everybody's human. Most people, you know, get aroused, not everybody. But at the same time, most people also have special kinks. And once we actually get to a comfortable point, usually after we're not like talking seriously anymore, they feel free to tell me, oh yeah, I like this, I do X, Y, and Z. And you know, I like to link up with my friends. And I'm just sitting here like, I feel like we should be having more open dialogues about this rather than just hiding the fact that we have our own sexual kinks or the fact that you may be sleeping with your close friends because the dialogue around that part, I would feel uncomfortable if I walked into a room and I didn't know. You know what I mean? I feel like if I knew that you were sleeping with your friends because you're probably going to be sleeping with them after we end, I would be more like prepared to actually meet them because I feel like it's a setup when you walk into a room full of energy and you don't know why. Star Mother, have you ever been in a situation like that? So for me, um, I've never been in a situation where I've had a friends with benefits and I've met their previous situationship, never been in a relationship, so nobody's ever tried, never been in any romantic situationship with other situationships. But I have had many a times where my friend groups have fucked each other, but not, but I'm the only person in the group who hasn't had sex with anybody in the group. Oh, are your friend groups heterosexual? No, gay. Well, my friend, my straight groups are usually like couples. I'm usually friends with couples when it comes to the straights. So like they've messed around with each other, but yeah, I'm usually always the kind of one, the one who just isn't involved with them. So would you say as an outsider looking in that you have a more clear viewpoint of that dynamic? Does it actually change the way the friend group like works once they start sleeping with each other? Um... It depends on the couples. Some of them end up in relationships with each other. Some of them are just like sleeping around. And if somebody's available and willing and consenting, then it happens. Uh, so from the outside looking in, if one of them is in a relationship mm -hmm. and they've slept around with somebody else, then things can get really messy if there's any kind of insecurity between people. Mm. But if 
if everybody knows and nobody makes a big, big deal about it, it hardly ever comes up besides when somebody within that situation is just like, I would kind of want to hook up again, but I don't really know how to phrase it. So I'm gonna put people in an awkward situation. And this is me talking from experience, my own mm -hmm. messiness. I'll be put into a situation where homeboy is calling out every person he's had sex with. And then he gets to me and it's just like, yeah, no girl. And I'm just like, you didn't have to say my name at all. You could have just kept me out of it. I don't care whether you're attracted to me or not. I don't care whether you want to fuck every other person in the world or not. Just don't Wait, bring me in. So they would single you out in particular and say, well, I'm sleeping with the whole friend group except you? It's not that they were saying that like on a regular basis. They were kind of tipsy, but they basically said, I've slept with him. I slept with him. Looked at me and was like, yeah, girl, no. And I'm just like. And you're you still friends with them? I'm a really good person. Girl, you better than me because afterwards we established that I very much quickly called them out, established boundaries and said, I don't give a fuck if you want to fuck everybody else in the room. Just don't put me in it. Mm -hmm. If I ain't trying to get in it, don't put me in it. I don't mm -hmm. care anything about anything else because that's going to hurt my feelings. No, I definitely believe that was shady, and I, I applaud you for taking the moral high ground because I, I, I would have been with. Yeah, yeah. Kenneth, what about you? Have you ever seen that happen in your friend group when they begin to intermingle between the group? Because when I've been in situations where I've been online and people make you know gay group chats, they're supposed to be there to make friends and mingle. Boochies and dick is always eventually introduced into the chat for some reason. Well, you've met most of my friends. They're all theater queens and they're all, most of them are bottoms. So, yeah. Yes, they are. Um, it was... Um, <laughs> um, I've, I've, no, not in my friend circle. That has never happened. Mm -hmm. Fortunately enough, I've never been on the other end of that where somebody would be like, oh, I wouldn't sleep with you, but I'll sleep with everybody else. And I'd be like, well, let's see what the common denominator here is. And I'm pretty sure why I'm the odd man out. Mm -hmm. But um, I think looking out, looking from an outside perspective, could I be with somebody who has slept with a friend one time a few years ago or something like that? Yes, that's fine. It happens. But if this is a reoccurring thing, every time you're out of a relationship, you're just hooking up with your friends, then eventually a level of jealousy is going to start on the other person's part. Mm -hmm. like all of a sudden, they're going to have this really uh, um, animosity towards you and shit like that for no reason as if you're a terrible person and every flaw that they're just going to keep pointing out and all that type of shit so it's like do you really want to have to deal with that and i think also no matter how you set boundaries you do not know how a person's mind work they can be like they can be like nodding yes and their mind be like no i'm not going to act like this so to me it's like if that's a situation you can deal with go for it but not this bitch over here no i definitely understand and respect that because that's the thing I feel like that would require a level of trust seeing as how I'm one of those people if you're like, ooh, I want to go out with my friends. I'm like, okay, girl, go enjoy yourself. You know, I'll be here when you come home. But if I know that you're actively sleeping with your friends, because it really depends on, okay, did you sleep with your friends years ago and then you became platonic friends or are they your friends or benefits that you're casually sleeping with up until you met me? I understand that I usually trust the person that I'm dating, but that doesn't necessarily mean you can trust the people around them, and especially if they're out drinking, they're smoking blunts. I don't know. 
I don't know if I can do it. Most partnerships are relationships in some way, shape, or form. True. Very true. Um, Prince Alex, you have your hands up. You want to join in on this? Yes, I sure did. Um, so I would just say this when it comes to like, because I think the topic is like what your partner's special friends or something mm-hmm. like that. So here's my philosophy is that like, okay, y'all fucked around in the past. That's okay. This is the current and I'm with them. Now the problem then is that, okay, you guys are still sleeping around and we're supposed to be in a monogamous relationship. Now, if it's a thruple situation or a polyamorous situation or an open relationship, then that's a different discussion. But even then, those have clear cut and set and concise boundaries the last time I checked. Mm -hmm. So it's just a matter of, you know, because again, if you're messing with them and still and we're in a monogamous relationship, then we need not be together because I got a life to live. I'm not trying to live to be on somebody's fucking true crime podcast because I didn't end your ass and buried you some fucking well. Like, I'm Ooh. not trying to have that happen to me. So instead of going down that route, it's just like, oh, all right, nigga, well, you I'm know. First 48. I'm just saying, look, I ain't trying to end up on niggas who kill. Like, I ain't trying to end up on that type of situation. So it just, look, I definitely- I'd rather leave the situation and call it a fucking day. Um, then outside of that, there was something else I wanted to say. Give me like two seconds. One, two, trying to remember it. God damn it, Nico, screw you. Anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, like, no, real, like, it's, yeah, it's like, it's a philosophy to it. But also I feel like this, Mm -hmm. if somebody is drinking or weed is involved, look, Chad, again, so just like we say a sober, a drunk tongue speaks a sober mind or whatever, or however the phrase goes, mm-hmm. I feel like nine times out of ten, y'all be wanting to have sex with y'all friends or your special friend or whatever, but again, the situation, it don't feel right to you and your sober mind, so you gotta blame it on alcohol or blame it on the blunts or whatever, but it's like, look, if y'all wanna have sex, have that conversation, but be sure that the relationship is on a strong enough foundation to where, like, the sex won't come between y'all. And then when you get into a serious relationship, that friend is now looking at you like, oh, well, when you was fucking me, da 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 da, you made all these promises. Nigga, everybody says fake shit when they balls deep in somebody. Ooh. Listen, for real. But anyway, that is Prince Onyx. You asked for his opinion. You're my mic. Yeah, you did oh, ask my True. Oh. No, and I respect the honesty because I'm actually with you. And that's the thing. The only time I've been in a situation where I found out that, let's say, the person I was dating was smashing their best friend in the past was because i talked about it in the video but it didn't go public basically i was in this relationship i was coochie whipped if i'm being honest i was 21 best putty i ever had in my life i was just obsessed over this man so eventually we started making it public we posting cute pictures we laid up together i'm sleeping at his house almost every day all week and somebody on my snapchat said oh you know so and so and I said, yeah, that's my man. And he was like, well, have you met his best friend? And I said, what do you mean? And he was like, oh, him and his best friend, they used to be kissing on Snapchat. And I said, what? And he was like, yeah, they used to be tongue kissing. They would be out drinking, partying, being all flirty. And I asked him, and I'm like, did you used to do such and such with him? And he was like, no, of course not. No, I never did that. That's just my friend. I don't know where you're hearing that. And then after we broke up, he started in OnlyFans and the best friend began to pop up on his OnlyFans. I'm just sitting here like, yeah, listen, when I tell you, I didn't even go searching for it. My ex is a very attractive man. He became very popular on OnlyFans and it began to circulate. So I was just scrolling down my timeline and there I see his face, you know, his best friend's face buried in his butt cheeks. So I'm just sitting here like, oh, well, 
just like I thought, trash, <laughs> but we move. So it's like, you never really have the full story sometimes. And that's another thing that I wanted to add in that I usually don't listen to outside opinions, but sometimes outside opinions when they're coming from like a local area of gays, they're pretty reliable. Why fucking lie? Exactly. That's my thing. It's like, I'm a very transparent person. I'm very open about my sexuality to a detriment. The Patreon girls be tagging me sometimes saying, girl, just shut the fuck up. But... <laughs> you dragged very, into this. It's true. Don't tell me it's not. But it's like... I'm, like, I'm the one who does it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, if we're doing our thing, especially while we're single, I don't mind it. So if you and your best friend used to get it on especially if it was recent right before we actually got together i would prefer to know because whenever i would come over around his place and his best friend was there he would be staring at me sideways and i'm like does he just not like me no he was fucking my man so here's a question i have if if the whole point of you this is a general question to everybody if the person is sleeping with their friend or whatever what about that person is so alluring that you want to have sex with them but not alluring enough to want to be in a relationship with them oh oh and you see it's gonna make a lot of bitches mad if we being quite because I'm they're just damn. a pretty because they're just a pretty face and nothing more <laughs> um i believe go ahead trey <laughs> okay all right all right I'm, somebody I'm felt that I did, I did. Uh, most all of my gay or bi male friends, actually, all of them, I have messed around with at some point. Uh, gay or bi, if they're if I haven't messed around with them, they're either straight, they're straight. So, and that's because uh, we start out messing around, mm-hmm. and I'm very adamant I don't want a relationship. I can have sex and not catch feelings. I don't know about some of y'all. I can. So when I say I don't know, want no relationship, that's what I stand by. I'm a, I'm a man of my word. When I tell you something, that's what it is. When I say I don't know a relationship, I don't want a relationship. But I'm very non-toxic. So I don't fall out with people. Like, mm-hmm. when we stop having sex, we just stay cool. And we don't do anything sexual going forward, but we just stay cool. But that's so, my question. If you do, do you have friends that you still casually have sex with when you were single? Because I, I believe you're in a, you know, in a relationship right now. Do you, did you still continuously have sex with them when you were friends? No. No. Okay. No. So after but that, it is a flirty type of thing. Like, I'm not saying that it, it couldn't go there. It just hasn't. You, but there is some flirtation. You, you a problem. But... <laughs> What I will say is, so if you are still open to the idea of having sex with them, you're still flirting. Obviously, if you homies, y'all hang out, y'all kick it, y'all enjoy the same energy, and you beating the cheeks in, what makes you say, why won't you date them? Because I don't want a relationship. That's, 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 that's what I don't understand is being friends and having sex sometimes does not equal a relationship. A relationship has so much more work. I have to take on this person's whether it's his family, I have to take on his flaws. I have to now help him. If he has high anxiety and, and something triggers him, I have to be there for that. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things that come with a relationship that y'all equate into sex and always being around somebody. It's more than that. And so, when you bring in a relationship, I don't want 
I don't want all that extra. So you want the companionship of friendship. You enjoy the the benefit of sex, but you just don't want the commitment of the baggage. Yes, very much so. Like yes. You yes. such. A and man. if it ever gets too much, if it gets too much for them, they just say something and cut it off. I'm not gonna be mad. Like that's all you got to do is communicate. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't say what you want, or you saying you getting in too deep, then say that. But if you stay silent on it, I'm not gonna know. It's not gonna be rectified. So. As long as you communicating and you say, hey, I think this is going some ways that I'm not going to be able to come back from, I'll cut it off, no problem. Just open your mouth. So, okay. I didn't mean this. <laughs> no, I understood. No. <laughs> All right. Well, Gary, what is your perspective on the topic then? All right. So um, I, I see... I'm I'm with Trey on this. Um, to answer uh, Kenneth's question, I think it is possible to have you know sex with somebody and not necessarily want to be in like a relationship. Mm-hmm. That is a whole lot, and not everybody is in the mental. Uh, not everyone has the mental space to be the best partner. Mm-hmm. So some people just, I guess, to protect themselves and the other person, they just don't cross that line, I guess. The Understand- understandable, but the, um, this is more so pertaining. So do you have friends, like casual friends that you hang out with, y'all, you know, text, y'all, you know, shoot the shit, things you do with your friends that you have sex with? No. Okay. I'm, I'm open to that. Um dynamic but not with any of my like friends friends but yeah like a no i definitely understand like an associate rather than like a close friend yeah a casual acquaintance that's one thing but like if we have like a friendship it'd be weird for me no i definitely understand that and that's actually something i've struggled with as well where i've tried to make friends with benefits for example I do not sleep with my friends that I actually communicate with every day. I do not sleep with my friends that I actually hang out with. My definition of friends with benefits, when we actually do link up to have sex, we do activities, we hang out, we actually talk. Kind of like a condensed um, boyfriend experience light. And then we have sex and then we go about our business and then we repeat when we actually meet again. But I've been in situations where friends with benefits have cut it off for, like Trey said, they knew that they cannot continue to have sex without a trans like progressing into a more romantic dynamic and i've actually been told i know kenneth probably gonna read me i have husband dick so i'm like why am i cursed like this okay that was my own vain moment but ckc you had your hand (laughs) oh you lucky he about to talk (laughs) yeah to answer your original question the reason why it doesn't go in relation because sometimes people just aren't a good match. Like it's just not you. And I think it's okay that it's not you. Like some people, you can be compatible as friends, you get along, you care about them deeply, you love them as like a friend platonically, mm-hmm. but it's just, it is never going to be a match. And I know people get caught up on their ego about it, but it's literally not about you. Like sometimes it's just that, um, and it's not because of mental health, it's not because anything else, you're just, because of your lifestyle or the person you are, you're just not compatible. And I think that's okay. Um, I haven't run into situations where I have 
um, had to deal with kind of special friends. I've, I've had friends with benefits where I would hook up with them, but sometimes it ends because, you know, people are in relationships or they have open relationships and it just fizzles out or other things. But um, I, I think that people in general should just be really honest and communicate about their boundaries. And if you have a friend that you fuck, I don't care, but like you need to sort that stuff out before we start dating or I'm, it's, it's like a, it's, I'm not going to say it's an ick, but it's just, it's not something I'm cool with. I think you should just be, be honest with your relationships. If you can't, if you can't manage and handle your relationships with your friends and like balance like things such as like insecurities or their things, like don't put me in that shit. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not cool. And I don't think that person should be someone you should date, frankly, but people date people who they're not compatible for a ton of reasons. So I'm not trying to judge on that. No, I definitely agree. And that's the thing. Um, I'm sorry, Star Mother's comment about ignore my hands threw me off. <laughs> um, could you repeat that last part for me again, CKZ? I'm sorry. I think that I said that people like that who have these types of situations, you shouldn't be dating and they shouldn't date you. But people date people that they're not compatible with for a lot of reasons. So I'm trying not to judge. Mm, and that's the thing I wanted to talk about. Basically, when you do get into a relationship, that's we're talking about, so far our conversation has encompassed the people involved in the relationship. But I don't think a lot of people, when we have this broader discussion, take into account the actual friend. Um, because like Trey said, sometimes they can get more emotionally involved. But also, it's kind of, have you ever been in a position where you're put on a shelf and then you're taken off when they're ready for you again. Because that's kind of how I view that dynamic. Because a lot of people, when they are sleeping with their friends, when the friend gets into a relationship, they have to redefine their dynamic because they've been sleeping with each other for so long. And at that point, it, they kind of distance themselves from that situation, whether it be the person in the relationship or the friend just not being able to have sexual access to their partner anymore. And it causes a slight rift until that person is out of the relationship and then you're in this awkward moment where it's like, okay, well... You kind of just put me on the sideline, you know? I would say you yeah. are genuinely friends. That's they, what exactly. Exactly. They're not friends. And, they yeah. should cut them off. Yeah, are not genuinely friends. Because a lot of people in those dynamics, they base their friendship around sex. So once the sex is gone, it's just like, you know. But Ian, you also have your hand up. Sweet baby Ian. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that um, um, I think um, I'm not sure I'm talking out of my ass right now because I'd say I've only had one one partner and I'd say it was a similar relationship to what you described Nico mm. with like sort of like the condensed boyfriend experience because I know they um, uh, thinking back on it I feel like an idiot because I remember before I was like friends with benefits with them they did like solicit me to like be a partner with them and i think yeah i sort of said no at the time but then like yeah he sort of stayed friends with me and then like after we'd sort of like because we lived quite far apart like opposite ends of sydney oh wow um yeah the it was like at least a two-hour trip to get to either of our places but um yeah so i think like after we met up a few times we like sort of like stopped like stopped like 
putting energy into the relationship. I think he had a bunch of he had a bunch of problems, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know what I, what the uh, got the overarching thing is here, but basically, I think I was going to say, I don't think um, I don't know if I could even have a sexual relationship with someone that I wasn't like in some capacity if there wasn't like already a foundational relationship there beforehand because i was friends with this person even though on revision it does seem like it was kind of silly and i probably should have like seen the seen the signs Mm -hmm. but um yeah well would you say that after your sexual or romantic encounters because it was the boyfriend experience light did it change the dynamic of your friendship and are you guys still friends today uh, I'm not friends with him anymore. He's like, and uh, there was like that shelving phenomenon that you mm-hmm. you described. Like he started like, I knew he was going off into. I'd say it was I didn't care that he was sleeping with other people. The actual thing that hurts is when he's like hanging. The funny thing is like all doing the friend stuff with other people and just not and just completely ignoring you it like doesn't not including you in any of the like actual social stuff is the actually more painful thing i find um, than, like i literally i knew that this person was sleeping with other people because i wasn't in a relationship with them and i can't really keep pace with other people sexually mm-hmm. but um yeah I, so i'd say the more painful thing was the fact that he was doing the friend stuff with other people and like i remember there was like towards the end he like said he wasn't doing something and then i found out like in retrospect that he did actually do something during that time period mm-hmm. so he was just literally lying to me via mission and stuff like that so but, yeah, i don't know so it's kind of like earlier when we said that he began to base the friendship off of sex and he would still do the other friend things with other people but yeah because yeah. i remember yeah early in the relationship he tried to uh like with it before i really knew the person he tried to like start a relationship with me i think it was kind of immature it was like yeah i don't know like a fleeting romance kind of thing yeah but um, yeah anyway i don't know don't make that sound at me i'm sorry you're just so if anyone doesn't know on the podcast ian is just so innocent and sweet Fucking hell. Um, yeah. But sometimes it, it, when you do like that a, to him, it can come off as pity. Oh, Mind girl. boundaries. Mind boundaries. Mind boundaries. Don't um, do that. It was, um, it was, yeah, I don't know, sweet and like a weird, sexless old uncle sort of way. But, um, I'm sorry. That's not how I'm <laughs> Yeah. At the moment, I'm the like sexless gay uncle of my friend group because they're all heterosexual women. Well, I think that's so ironic because I yeah. am a sexist gay uncle. Yeah, but um, anyway, uh, I'll let someone else go. We don't have too much time left. Well, honestly, I feel like that encompassed a large range of the dialogue, and I want to thank everybody for coming today. Um, next week we should have another episode, and like I said, I'm going to bulk edit so I can have at least four episodes up before my trip and stuff. But yes, thank you all for joining, and I will see you all next time. <laughs>